0: Hey Ashlyn, hey. we are here. And we are here with Sean and David Runkle, and we're here in beautiful downtown Ashland at Catalyst Ashland, a community and technology space, and everybody is welcome. So we are gonna jump right into it. Um, Sean's gonna tell us a little bit yeah. about David. I was so surprised at this background and this, as David called it, a checkered pass. Sean, what's up?
1: Well, good morning. Morning. And good to good morning. see. Good, good to see, Gina, that you're you're mobile. Almost. Almost, almost. <laughs> and Dave, welcome. Um, just wanted to uh, say, because I don't think we articulated it enough in the last podcast, this is podcast number two for us, uh, but what we're going to talk about today is our own opinions. Yes. It doesn't represent the Ashland City Council. It represents two members, individuals who are uh, on the City Council, but... Um, are here today.
0: Speaking up for ourselves and exactly. our own opinion, using and our voices.
1: Right. And we have uh, Dave Runkle, who is, as we talked about before, Ashland royalty. Yes. Um, <laughs> you've been here forever. And I'll just throw a personal note in. I, I applied for the budget committee back in 2015, 2016, as I was starting to get more involved in what was going on in Ashland. And Pam Marsh, who was the executive director of the food bank, I was on the the board at the time, um, said, yeah, you should get a hold of this guy. Uh, His name's Dave Runko. He's kind of a straight shooter. And I'm like, finally, here we go. Uh, So that's how I originally met Dave. Uh, But Dave comes from um, a very uh, experienced um, opinion, uh, both... From the budget and also from his experience as the media so why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about your your history and and um, you know your uh, professional experience prior to being here and also maybe a little bit about you know the bed and breakfast so you come from um, you know Mm -hmm. that position as well where you know you've run a business in town and and uh, have dealt with the ups and downs of smoke and OSF and all that so that would be great I, I'm,
2: I'm from a small, small grew up outside of a town of a thousand people in western Pennsylvania went to Penn State and went to work right after school at a newspaper very much like the Daily tidings It was the afternoon newspaper in a town of about the same size as here and I was the reporter uh, and the photographer for the uh, for the Franklin News Herald and I was there a couple of years then I then, then I then I... Uh, uh, decided I'd a bigger, side. try a bigger city so, so so we moved to Baltimore, covered uh, county government and, and, and city hall. Um, Nancy Pelosi's brother happened to be the mayor at the time. Wow uh, and, um, and so I was there for, there for a period of time and then became the metropolitan editor of the paper for, for a short time. then decided I want to go back reporting. and I went to, uh, went to work for the, um, in, in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, covering the state government. And then, then when I was transferred down and covered City Hall in Philadelphia when, a, when there was a fairly famous mayor there by the name of Frank Rizzo, who mm-hmm. people may re, people may remember. Uh, he, he was a former chief of police and uh, didn't have a high school degree, but was a uh, but was a, uh, was a was a was a very effective uh, uh, and controversial mayor. Um, and then I was transferred to Washington Bureau and covered the White House and, the, and Oh, the, and, just and the, the White Congress. House? No big deal. <laughs> I just covered the White House. No big deal. Sean. And, and uh, it, w- it, was the, it was during the Carter administration, and mm-hmm. I covered the campaign, and, and, and then covered the White House when Reagan, Reagan's first couple of years in office. And then the paper, just like the Daily Times, the paper I was working for there was a Philadelphia Bulletin, and it closed its doors because of advertisers had moved mm-hmm. on to television and other places. Um, and then I went to work for the, the guy who was governor of Pennsylvania and was his press secretary, and, and he became attorney general of the United States, and so I worked for him there, and then later on worked on the banking committee. As Gina said, it's, it's a checkered career. <laughs> He's your
1: your um, first rodeo, I see, huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then at, one, at one point, my wife and I became tired of Washington, ready to leave, ready to go, and so, so we drove around the country one, one year, and, uh, and, um, we did our due diligence about Ashton. We we spent one night here and said, "Hey, we can live at this time,"
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, the next, okay.
0: year
2: we, we, uh, next year we uh, we next year we we moved here, reinvented ourselves as innkeepers. Yeah. Bought Anne Hathaway's mm-hmm. cottage on uh, on uh, on uh, North Ma- on East Main Street from a former city council member by the name of Kate Jackson oh, and her yeah. husband and. Um, And then we uh, and and we uh, expanded across the street, bought a couple cottages there, and built another one. And and for for eighteen eighteen years, we we we, we ran a we ran a a business in town. We had sixteen rooms. We always had we had to deal with the city on a number of stuff, Mm -hmm. a number of things, and um, and uh, we uh, um, had had um, had to deal with a changing. Economy of, of of bed and breakfast because right. uh, Airbnb came into existence and mm-hmm. all of a sudden um, many people in town opened their doors to uh, to uh, mm. uh, take in guests yeah. um, and so there was a major 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 change in the in the business. Um, we ended up um, uh, putting it on the market and selling it two years ago. Just as everything was closing down. Mm-hmm.
1: Right, I think right and when COVID was happening. Yeah, just right? when
2: everything Perfect. was happening. And um, the people who bought it are running it as a uh, whole house rentals. Mm. Oh, wow. Well. Oh, okay. um, we sold the cottages across the street separately to um, um, uh, Walter, uh, Walter Carlisle and his wife, um, Linda. And um, and they and they and Linda's still running it, isn't she? Yeah, it? Linda it? is. Yeah,
0: you've reincarnated yourself a couple of times yeah. in this little lifetime, <laughs> huh, David.
2: Well, in, you know, in, the, in this in the economy that we've had, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know, nobody nobody stays in one place and
0: gets a gold watch
2: after right. 50 no. years anymore.
0: No. And uh, no, that that's true. That's true. And I I love your story about how you and your wife came here, did your deep research for one one day and then decided to move. I think that's happened to a lot of us. And I'm so grateful that you're here today because you are an engaged resident of Ashland. How long have you lived in Ashland, David?
2: Uh, 20 years, 20 years. In, we, we arrived on July 4th, uh, 20 years ago. Wow. Independence um, Day. Um, uh, Kate and Chuck and Hathaway said, wait, well, if you're coming, you ought, to, you ought to come and see the parade. Right. right? So, mm-hmm. so, we, so we drove in that morning. From Klamath Falls, we were driving from the east. We drove in, from, spent the night in Klamath Falls, mm-hmm. and then dro- drove, dro- drove in, and um, and watched the parade, and uh, and and the next day. Uh, Signed the papers to
0: buy the inn. Been here ever since. Been here ever since.
1: Sounds like a normal process.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I was on. The, I served on the conservation commission for uh, five or six years before right. I was before I was on the budget committee. And right. how
0: long were you on the budget committee? And you were still on uh, the budget committee.
2: I I am the I'm the uh, the the veteran, you know, the, yeah. the senior member of the budget committee yes, these days. Yes. Yes. Um, and I don't know. It's been ten or twelve years.
0: Well, but you
1: served as chair for four years. Or I was five chair years, for right? four years. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah I, remember. I remember. Okay. And that's how I first met you when you were chair, and yeah. and, um, and sat down with you, and, and um, was really impressed with the broad swath of experiences and, and knowledge, and, and just a willingness to kind of look at things out of the box and differently. Which even back then, in 2015-16 was all we needed. Uh, oh. I felt, and that was something that you you definitely brought to the table, and I respected.
0: John, why don't we change it around and let's yep. jump into the budget and then we'll go into the survey. You want to do that? Yeah, sure. Okay, all right, because we are talking about being on the budget committee and um, you are steeped in knowledge when it comes to that and looking at the budget that I feel like is on life support. Um, maybe we can jump into that.
1: Well, it kind of, it kind of came up on Tuesday night. Um, you know, we talked, we went over the second quarter review. Um, and, you know, something that I, I has, has bothered me has been the transparency and the openness. You know, we talk about it all the time, you know, mm-hmm. openness and transparency. Well, wait a minute. Where is that openness and transparency? And, and you know, the budget is a representation of the values of the people in its community, right? And right. I look at our budget, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. You know, there is so many issues, um, and I think a lot of it uh, has, has come to the kind, of the, the kind of a boiling point over the last... Maybe two budgets. Um, you know, the transparency for me when we talk about it was, you know, something that you know Gina and I both, and I think Mayor Aiken voted against the budget. Yes. Um, and one of the big things for me was just the transparency just was not there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no mm-hmm. buy-in. There was no transparency here. We're, we're, we want you to rubber stamp this. You know, three hundred and fifty-eight million dollar budget. Uh, no. No. Uh, I had a big problem with it, um, and I know you ended up voting for it, Dave. Uh, because I think, you know, you had, uh, argued, I think during that time that there was a, there was a component of it, which was either, uh, find additional revenues, which is going to be really hard or come up with a million dollars in cuts, which I I completely understand, but I just felt at that time that eh, it it didn't go far enough. Um, but you know, I, I wanted to specifically talk about kind of the transparency about it uh, around it. Um, you know, on Tuesday, um, You know, we found out and we we talked about it a little bit more that on the executive summary, page 22 of the budget, it says $4.3 million, okay, would be used this year, this budget from uh, APRC and used to fill holes where we needed it so services wouldn't be impacted. That is what was presented to the members of the budget committee, uh, 14 members of the budget committee by the previous finance director and by the previous, the interim city manager. Uh, city administrator, I should say that wasn't actually what happened. Actually, 2.3 million of that was used in the previous budget, the 1921 budget, for a couple departments: the fire department and the police department. Um, so, to me, there's some problems just with that. You know, what was not disclosed at that time, evidently, if there was a need to take that money and use it for the police department and the fire department, that the actuals, the numbers that they presented to the budget committee, couldn't have been accurate. But there was, no, there was nothing around that. So, I mean, it, it just kind of, you know, if there's smoke, there's fire, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if a duck, it, it, oh, I don't want to call it a duck, but it looks like a duck. It, it quacks like a duck. And it looks like a duck. To me, that's a duck. There's problems, lots of them. It's, you know, and you've been someone who's been quite vocal about, you know, facts. what the heck is going on here? I mean, listen, at the end of the day, we're all adults. Just tell me. Don't lie to me. Don't try to sugarcoat it. Just give me the facts. And I think... You know, that's something that I have been a, a huge proponent yeah. of.
0: We can deal with facts. We can deal with
1: facts. Yeah. And I know you've well, you're, been you're something talking, that... You're
2: talking about the, the, the federal dollars that came, yes. came in mm-hmm. through, the, yep. through the rescue plan. Right. But the, you know, the, the cities, as I say, the basic problem the city has is that in my 10, 10 12 years on the budget committee... There have been four finance directors right. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and four or five mm-hmm. city administrators during that period of time. And, and it seems like every budget, there's a new finance director mm-hmm. who, who, who's presenting data entirely different than the previous time. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, so you're
1: saying that it's not because Gina and I were elected that we had all this turnover together? <laughs> oh, okay. Not us, no. not
2: it has been trouble all, all Absolutely. along. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, um, and there have been. The other thing that, even though there are all these different finance directors, every one of them, in one way or another, has said, "Ashen can't afford to do everything it wants to do." You're right. Wasn't well, that's true of everybody, right? Mm-hmm. We all like to do more than we, we have the money to do, right? Exactly. Um, and and that's Ashen's basic problem that that demands kept would come in, and people would want to do this, and the, the mayor and the city council would say, "Sure," right? And so there's so there is a buildup. There is what's now being called a structural deficit
0: Exactly. And,
2: and as Sean mentioned I did vote for the budget last year for the first time in many years just because There was an agreement to make a commitment to cut to cut start start cutting
0: Well, you know what Dave I thought it was start cutting or find ways to get new revenue yeah. and looking at this budget as a first-time counselor um, going into my Southmore year but then looking at this, and I'm thinking, where where can we get more revenue? And when we look at this structural deficit, and we sign off to cut a million, I'm thinking it's, it needs to be more. And we need to have that honesty that Sean was talking about. Yeah. So when you look at that, can you tell me a little bit more? Um, you said, yeah, you voted for it for the first time in many years. And where were you thinking? where we can cut it, can you tell us about where you thought we could, where you think well, we could cut the budget?
2: I, I, frankly, um, um, over the years I've made uh, dozen or more motions in budget committee members to cut spending here or there. Right. And they've never, they've never, they've never, they've never carried, because when you get into the specific things, and, and we're more citizen members, right? Mm-hmm. The motion, the motion which I, I proposed, and then Steffi Steffinger increased it from a half million half million to a million, right? W- was based on having the people who know more about the budget the finance director and the city manager, right. at the time That should be their responsibility yeah. And I remember my my one of my first times I years There was a crisis on there was a problem with a budget, right? And there was a it was during the 2008 recession, right? Mm-hmm. and who and 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 who came in and said we have this. We have a problem. We have a deficit. We got to take care of it, and, um, um, and that's when we still could have raised taxes more. But we, but the motion then was not not in the middle of a recession to increase taxes. Mm-hmm. But Martha Bennett Bennett, who was then the city city administrator, came in and presented to city, the city council a way of get a way of dealing with a budget deficit at the time, and it's their responsibility. And that's when the motion that I. Right? It was it was their responsibility to come in and tell us to give advice? Right?
1: Yeah, but the funny thing was that when we went through this process, we kind of air quotes ran out of time to discuss those seventeen motions. Yeah. it's like, come on, guys. You know, I mean, it was. There it, were specific motions on. There were specific on, 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 motions on the table. Right. Yeah. And we and we closed, ran out of time. Well, we ran out of time based on the fact that the budget was passed probably the earliest it's ever been passed. A full thirty days before we could have. We had another 30 days to possibly work on it, but no, nope, we can't do that. Well, the se- Heaven forbid the schedule, anyone
2: ask any questions. The schedule was being dictated by the city manager. Yes, the it was ridiculous, director. and uh, we didn't have enough time. No, and the and um, um, in previous years, uh, the uh, the chair of the budget committee would uh, would 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 be involved in putting a, put arranging the schedule and, and scheduling meetings. And this time it didn't happen. Last year it didn't happen
0: this was the most disappointing part uh, for me um hopefully i was going to say so far but hopefully it'll be the only disappointing part was the the budget process, process. because i thought we were yeah. going to go in there sharpen our pencils roll up our sleeves and take care of business and instead it was just some litany of this presentation of all of these graphs, it didn't make any sense, and who gives it, uh, who cares, and um, (laughs) so to me, it was, it was a waste of time, and when I saw those 17 motions, I got excited, and then the party's over, so those seventeen motions, we still have those opportunities a possible cut. We we should probably yeah. share those again. I, I
1: think I'm, we should.
2: I mean, there was a cost cutting committee that the council had last session. I was Sean, on that. Sean was on, and it thirteen met half, meetings met,
1: met a number of times, but yet nothing happened. Well, the biggest the biggest number one uh, point made was a review of comprehend of a comprehensive review of the compensation package of city staff, which would include both salaries and benefits. Um, Obviously, no one's wanted to talk about that, so that's gotten thrown in the pile. I've asked the new city manager, show us the report. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been out there. This is, in fact, in the last budget, the 1921 budget, when they outlined ways to cut costs, you know what their number one takeaway was? Reduce positions. Well, (laughs) Guys, I mean, there's you know, and, and I have mentioned this and I'll continue to mention it. There's this, there is this narrative that, oh, Ashland doesn't have enough city staff. What in God's name are you talking about? We have three times the number of city staff compared to other cities outside in the state of Oregon. We have one city staff for every 84, 85 residents. And people like to say, well, hey, but Ashland has all these unique services. Well, wait a minute. There's only four services really that makes Ashland unique and special relative to everyone else, right? There's the ambulance, There's AFN, there's the Electoral Department, and the golf course. So we wonder why we get into all these problems. And if you ask somebody and if you don't tell them the facts, meaning there's a cost associated with this, hey, do you want your own golf course? Oh, absolutely. Hey, do you you want your own sewer plant? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'd love that too. (laughs) How about your own ambulance service? And we can have our own fiber network. Yeah, I'll take that. Sign me up. (laughs) That's why we're in this world of of chaos, okay? And so when we came to the survey survey questions the other night, and, you know, SOU is trying to get through this landmine of all these things, and they are like, well, you know, we're going to bundle this, and we're not going to tell... It's like, time out, listen, would I like to drive a Lamborghini? I absolutely would love to, Mm -hmm. but I can't afford to, Mm -hmm. so I don't. Mm -hmm. I drive a Honda, okay? Mm -hmm. No problem with it, but that's what we have to give people the facts, if they're willing to pay for it, okay. Mm-hmm. But we gotta give them not little tiny bits of the facts that we know would, would cater to one particular opinion or, or, mm-hmm. or you know, set of questions, but all the facts. And that's our job. And I think, you know, Gina, I, I look at the questions you bring to the table. I look at the questions that I bring to the table. And what's different is we've been willing to say enough of this chaos. Mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm. put it all on the table. No sacred cows, and let's have a discussion around these super important issues uh, yeah. for our town. So.
0: And and David, did you hear the discussion around the survey?
1: I I, I
2: have heard some of the discussion. I did hear the survey yeah, discussion.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's very interesting because. Um, SOU, I think, is in a position where, you know, they are looking at the council for content. Yeah. And um, I, I, want, I want to be very open so that people can, having this survey go through and happen, so that the residents of Ashland can read it, it's to the point, it's, it's honest and transparent, and yeah. not coming from a fear base. Because something that we always run into is that, well, no, if we take away the ambulance, then we're going to lack this service. How do we know? We've never done that. We've never done that. Oh, if we don't have a golf course, then we're not going to be elite. Well, you know what? We're not. We're just like everybody else. Well, we minute. need we to, know go to We need to pull that na- that out of the narrative. That's we could go to one the of problem. the other
1: seven golf courses within 15 miles of that Ashland. That has
0: all the holes, right? not half the holes. Well, the come on.
1: One last thing I want to say on. about the golf course. I love golf. Okay. Yeah, I the, love the, the golf course. The guy course. that's over there, Pat, uh, Patrick, who's the manager, amazing. Oh,
0: Patrick, amazing. Is amazing. He's yes. done a
1: phenomenal job. Yes. Ashlander, he grew up here. Good um, guy. But the point I want to make about the golf course is, and, and back in 2017, what did six, you say? 16, 17, when I had a budget committee, we had a budget committee meeting, and the, the parks director was there, and I was questioning pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, well, okay, well, listen, if the golf course doesn't make money in five years, then we'll, we'll address it. We'll look at ways. Oh, That was 2016. That was last year. What have we done? Nothing. Nothing. Okay? We can have a golf course, but Ashland needs, in my opinion, okay, to get out of the business of being being in the business of running these things. That's the problem. That is the problem. Right there.
2: And we're the perfect model. I mean, Ashland has an airport. Right. right? Mm -hmm. It's a city. It's a city. It's a city thing. It's franchised franchised out to a group, to a family who run it. Mm-hmm. And 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 apparently they make money on it. Well, I, they, I was the liaison and, and over does it, there. They're fabulous. It co- doesn't cost the city anything. No, they yeah. make money. I think. Uh, and uh, um, and uh, why not have the golf course uh, be, the Zen, be owned by somebody or Zen. be managed by somebody? Exactly. Uh, I mean, by be uh, the franchise. That was, you know, find a, find a, an individual contractor who will take it over. And and run it
1: right.
0: As as with so many other outstanding things that are dragging dragging Ashland down, Hmm. I think we should have other people manage it. But I don't know why Ashland has this—I don't—this thing that it it has to be ours. Why? So we can be elite? Hey, hey, let
1: me ask you something. Do you want a golf course?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sure, I want a golf course. I
1: mean. I mean, come on, you know, you, want, you want your own private plane? Yes, yes. I want that. Yeah, I mean, there's a cost. There's a cost. Yeah. There's yeah. A cost. Yeah. I mean, when you've grown up, okay, where accountability is defined by how you perform, yeah. okay, and, and the results associated with what you say you're tasked to do, then that's different from, hey, it's great to have. They, they, this is not a bottomless pit. In fact, we've been over the last 10 years, in, in 2009, the Ashland budget was 97 million bucks. OK, mm. that was the actual budget. OK, say what you want. What was in it? That was the actual budget. OK, we just approved the budget last year. 176 million. Mm. Do the math. That's a one hundred and twenty five percent increase. OK, we've been there. We've seen the movie. There's people are tapped out. And I will go to the grave saying that Ashlanders don't want to pay any more fees. Yeah. They, they have done with it. And it's about time our elected officials wake up and smell the coffee that that is not acceptable. There has to be another way. We have to figure out a way to, to provide these services okay, at a much better, a much more efficient well, way. Well,
0: something that David just mentioned uh, that you touched on, David, was having other people manage this. So if we take all of these things that Ashland has that makes us so elite, have other people manage it, I mean, we could go on from the wastewater treatment plant, we could go on and on, but I mean, to have, sticking to what we were talking about, to have other people manage it, that would save us such, taxpayers, so much money, looking at that 17 motions that we gave to Gary Millman that we should also give to our new city manager when we get ready for our budget process and then the ad hoc committee that you both were on and the um, information you got from that. So moving forward, we can make the cuts, right, David?
2: It's not not easy, Uh, and uh, um, maybe I talked to both of you when you were talking about running for city council, I said, hey, this is not a fun time to be a member of the city council. (laughs) I'm. going to for city
1: council because it's fun.
2: <laughs> I, 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 I I appreciate the work both of you are doing and the other members of the city council. Because mm. I know you do, you you serve you serve at your uh, with your own time. A lot of time you put in. A lot mm. of time you don't get anything for it. You don't get a paycheck. Um, um, but I but um, I, where was I? Um, I think that I think that the um, it's we need to we need to count on the city administration. To come in and say this is areas where we think right. where we think we can do some things right and uh, and part of it is regionalization mm-hmm. yes part of, mm-hmm. part of it is part of it is is looking for other people to run things as you say mm-hmm. yes uh, and um, and part of it is doing the whole salary and benefits uh, uh, right. re- mm-hmm. review because um, two-thirds of the city workers, Take home or get in pay more than hundred thousand dollars a year in pay and benefits, mm-hmm. and eight and eight people in the city staff are over two hundred thousand.
0: Mm-hmm. Now,
2: is that is that in a town of uh, town of twenty thousand people? Is that is that what we should be doing or not? I mean, I think well, that's, it seems like a pretty difficult model
1: to sustain, you know. And I think sustainability is, is oh, you can't you,
2: uh, you can I mean, that's uh, where
1: where uh, the, the reason I did
2: vote for the budget was because it was an initial cut. We, you know we committed to that I vote for it I know you uh, you both had concerns about the t- revenue raising aspects of that but mm-hmm. I've looked at ra- revenue raising proposals and they and they uh, it's hard to find anything that's going to raise any substantial amount right. of money exactly. that's not going to cause other kinds of problems right mm-hmm. I mean one of the things on the list is a gas tax well you impose a gas tax and save action you go hundred yards and you're in, a, in the county and you know you're not going to you know it would lead to closing all the gas stations in town right I mean that's what would happen but so there are no there are no real good revenue sources out there um, and so you've got to you've got to you got to do something about you got to do something about the, the rising cost of the, the, the size of the budget it's just it's just clear and um, um, and I think it takes it takes uh, uh, it's, it's going to take the new city manager I th- mm-hmm. nice thing about him he He's from out of town. He's not here. He's not, mm-hmm. he's not been working for the city and knows everybody in the city, but he's, he's going to have the time to do it. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he, he, I have great hope that a new city manager comes to us from, from some other place.
1: Well, some big place, too. So, I mean, it's not, you know, one of the things that I advocated for was, you know, hiring a candidate who, who wasn't going to learn on the job. That mm. we can't afford. We can't afford to making mistakes here. You know, it has to be someone who's who has seen it, and yeah. well, this is how I solved for this problem. This is okay. what I did, and this yeah. is you know, this is how I the process involved with doing something like this. If it's public-private partnerships around land holdings, or you know, uh, uh, optimizing efficiencies within staff organization. I mean, that's why you're getting paid the big bucks, right? Figure it out. So I think, you know, someone like Joe's experience, who came from Austin, you know, 700,000 people when he was mm-hmm. there at the time, mm-hmm. he's seen it. And I think, I think that's, uh, that's super important. I mean, the bottom line for me when, and you've touched on a lot of super key, key points, um, we need a sense of urgency. You know, there is, there is a looming deficit that structural deficit, okay, that keeps getting kicked, canned, going back to 2015-17 budget discussions. Well, we'll just, you know, we'll talk about Mm -hmm. it in the off year. Mm -hmm. I mean, that crap is over. I mean, we cannot, we cannot do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think, hopefully, you know, with the, with the focus that Gina and I uh, are bringing on the council side to You know, the budget issues and the fact that, hey, I have no problem with asking people which tax they prefer to pay. As long as we outline for them, if we don't increase your taxes, we could reduce costs this way. But we can't have A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, and J as possible revenue sources and only say after cost cutting. You know, we're going to do what what cost cutting? Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been on the budget committee since 2015. There's probably one thing that we've actually followed through with in cutting costs, and that was temporary. So, you know, it's the bottom line is sense of urgency. We have to demand that, you know, we get through this process, put a a process in place uh, where we can achieve the results we need, Whether, whether that is, you know, reducing the number of city staff, um, looking at uh, regionalizing our operations, which I've been advocating from the beginning. That, that As long as we're not reducing the service that we provide to the citizens of Ashland, we should be considering these things. I mean, there's no sacred mm-hmm. cows anymore. Mm-hmm. We have to talk mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. like it or not. I mean, that, that's, just, mm-hmm. that's just my, I'm going to say, strong opinion on it.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I, I mean, think mm-hmm. that... Um, We have so many things that have already happened, like the ad hoc, like the motions, like everything that you mentioned, Sean. We need someone that will have the courage to make it happen. I mean, we have all of the possibilities of regionalization, all of the things that are on the table that we've talked about and others who are engaged citizens. We just have to have somebody who has the courage to rip the Band-Aid off and make it happen.
1: That's one thing I have to say about you that I admire a lot. You have chutzpah. You've got the courage, girl. <laughs> no, you we, know, I mean, you ran to. for election, You ran for election, told people what you were going to do. You didn't run for election, tell people, hey, I'm going to do all this stuff. No. And then when it came to
0: vote, do the other. No, no. And, and I mean, that's, that's who I am. I am, I am pretty transparent. You are transparent. What you <laughs> see is what you get. You don't like it, go vote for somebody else. But I think it's so important that we have this honesty and we have this courage because we have to have a sense of urgency. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate um, people like you, David, that are engaged. And that's why when I'm going to touch on this survey again is that we have to have... So I'm on this um, subcommittee for the survey that's going to come out first part of May, right? Oh, well, Good. So when it comes out... And I've, we've gone round and round and round. We had I don't know how many pages sent to us six or seven pages about things that I did. Eleven. Think that, I think
1: there was eleven. Only oh, eleven on that puppy, pages, yeah. so oh,
0: yeah. I did both sides. I printed on both sides. <laughs> but that came to us that had to me nothing to do with the general fund. The yeah. survey is about the general fund, not about parks and recs, right. but about the general fund and all the different parts of the, well, the five main parts of the general fund and how us as taxpayers, how it affects us. So, so many people are so busy working, taking care of their families, trying to put food on the table yeah. just to be able to live in Ashland. Yeah. So I want this to be as simple and direct and honest to the, and to the point as possible. So I voted very hard, and we are going to get our pie chart. Yay! So we're going to get our pie chart because I want that visual. I want people to be able to see this is how much um, the administration gets. This is the bite that the parks get. This is the bite that the police get so that they can really see where their money's going. And then maybe a paragraph explanation of the general fund, right? No. Um what would you like to see on this survey David or how would you like to see it laid out Yeah that's well, a good I, question
2: this, this is a survey that's going to go out to everybody in the city
1: uh, yes. or, or it's going to go to it's going to go out on uti- to it go, utility it would on, go use the rate See, I, I kind of yeah. fumbled around on Tuesday well, on this it is it's going to go out to the rate payer list whoever pays pa- yeah, whoever, whoever pays, pays the pays pays yeah.
0: yeah yeah
2: I think it's I mean I don't think I don't think there's any way you can you can in a survey um, uh, educate um, everybody about the ins and outs of budget uh, of the budget matters. I mean, it's a the budget book's a couple inches thick, right? <laughs> exactly. And um, and um, um, so I think you I think what what you what you're looking for what's the city what would be useful to the city council I think is a survey in which in which um, Questions were asked in a in a fairly direct way. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this? What do you think about? What do you think about the parks department's wanting a tax levy? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And and so and you're saying direct. Be direct. Be direct. Right. Be, be direct. And then and then I got a I got a survey from ACLU in the mail last week weekend and it had to, it had a bunch of questions like that, and then it, then it said it had four choices for the for the respondents. Um, I, I support this. I somewhat, I, I somewhat support right. it. Right? right. I somewhat disagree with it, or I, I strongly disagree. Oh, so gotcha. it's, it's, I really strongly agree. Right. Uh, somewhat agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhat disagree. Strongly. Uh, or disagree. strongly di- di- disagree. And that gives you, that gives members of this council a feel. I yeah. mean, just a feel of how we're actioners think on right. on mm-hmm. in terms and be and make make the questions be direct and simple. Mm-hmm. And right. uh, and. Uh, I think that's a much better a much better approach than trying to ask people to either well do you think the well, the uh, police department ought to get 19 million dollars or yeah, 18 right. million dollars hey, right? that, isn't that our job I mean I mean we'll isn't that, that isn't that the
1: city council job right I
2: mean I mean I mean I mean I mean, on the you get some, you get a lot of figures of the budget committee, but citizens, you know, don't don't have those knowledge about that, and no. and and the education process for a budget committee takes a couple cycles, right? right. You know, you know, I mean, Gina, you 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 did it one time. And, I'm an,
0: yeah, I'm a newbie to this, and so if somebody throws all these numbers, and this is something also, David, it's going to be on a legal sheet right. size, um, back in front. And then with all of these questions, it should be direct. Bullet point, yeah. I like, I dislike, I strong. It should be direct and to the point. If you have a bunch of words, a bunch of numbers, people are going to open that up and toss it and go make dinner for their children. Yeah, right. You know, nobody... Right. In, and something that we brought up on this is to have links so that um, people who have the time can uh-huh. go to the website and take that deep dive into the subject. Uh-huh. But how many people are going to do that? How I many wonder. people have the time yeah. to do that? So um, I am going to drive home to keep it as simple and clear and crisp and concise and to the point. Yeah. If not, it's $40,000 tossed.
2: The most recent proposal is to, is to bundle, put together a bundle of...
1: Cuts bundles. That's right.
2: Bundles. A, bu- a bundle of cuts and a bundle of revenue <clears throat> raises and revenue increases, and put those in, in various questions, and, and 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 my response to that, and I told I told the SOU people this. I said, everybody's going to going to vote no. It's not going to give the council any advice at all because every bundle is going to include mm-hmm. something that somebody likes or that somebody doesn't like. And, I mean, mm-hmm. somebody, so. So why would you ever vote yes for any of it? Mm-hmm.
1: That sounds like foobar as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, I know, um, and I, I agree with you. I think it, it has to be um, it, it has to be direct, um, you know. And again, we touched on it at the beginning. I think we we can't just give these give people this sweet pie in the sky. Hey, would you, you know, aspirationally, would you like? Of course, oh. I would. Oh. You know, of course I would, but the thing there's a cost associated with it. So, you know, I think we have to kind of understand that really, honestly, when you look at the budget, I mean, what, well, we're going to start taxing people for breathing? I mean, you know, <laughs> there, there's a certain, there's only a certain level of, of, of water you can get out of Where a cactus, right? I mean, mm-hmm. and then it really it's going to come down, come down to how we prioritize. What's important to people, and there's a co- we look at the cost function, the cost associated with that those functions, and we make a decision. I mean, ultimately, that's th- that's the only way, right? I mean, well, the it's a, it's, it's a final decision is up to the six members of the council.
0: Exactly. And mm-hmm. and
2: uh, and and when you go out to ask people uh, for advice, mm-hmm. I think you need. I think you, you're looking for you're looking for
1: where people feel what people feel is important. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, All so, right. So what's your bottom line? What's the Let's get to it. What's the bottom line, girl?
0: The bottom line for the day uh, is... On
1: the survey and how it relates.
0: On the survey is that it's got to be clear. It's mm. got to be clear. It's got to be to the point. If it's not, then why are we doing this? Mm. It's got to be clear to the point and honest. Mm. That is the bottom line and the takeaway that we need to show the people. And like you said, David, they have to be able to give their opinion and so the council and mayor can take it from there and see get the pulse on the people right, right. we All need right, to get right. the pulse on the people so bottom line has got to be clear clean and to the point
1: right i think i think sou i think they got that I, I do I really do I hope they do, um, you know I'm I'm really glad Joe you know Mr. Lasard the city manager jumped in and said well whoa, 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 yeah be, we're not going to vote on this yeah. until we know what actually it is what is a bundle you know what yeah. does it look like and I'm really happy he, he did that because it was kind of the way that kind of the feel was on oh we'll just vote for it. I was like whoa. Joe thank goodness you jumped in and said you know yeah. well. Why don't you present to the council what the bundle actually looks like, and yeah. then we can vote on do we want to do it or not, you know? Right. Yeah. So anyway, that was, a, that was a red flag for me, but uh, I'm glad that was salvaged.
0: Well, it's kind of left up to interpretation bundle. Okay, this is what I see as a bundle. What do you see as a bundle, you know? And, and so yeah. it's going to be clear. It's going to come back to council. Right. And then we can look at this bundle, and we can take it from there. Yeah, these bundles...
2: Uh, it's, it looks like you have options on things, and I don't know how it's going to work. But well, I don't multiple but it, choice. Concern,
0: yeah. I don't want multiple choice. Well, From bottom your line. lips to
1: God's ears. That's that's the bottom line of that. <laughs> I I because we're we're time wise. I wanted to also uh, talk with Dave uh, about this idea regarding legitimate media. I know you spoke. Um, mm-hmm. oh. You know, uh, a couple meetings ago uh, when this freedom of the press kind of issue popped up on what's legitimate media what's not and you, you spoke passionately about it and and I, I like that because you you weren't talking out the proverbial you know what you've actually been a reporter um, you've been in situations where you've you know um, looked at council and I think you said Senate earlier so mm. I mean you've seen you know governments and how they work and um, I just wanted to kind of talk to you about it and so the people uh, well, in the old days, when I was a reporter, you know, this is an ancient <laughs> history. Old <report>. days <laughs> when I was, a reporter. you know, you know
2: all, most reporters were old white, white, men. We're we're white men. We're white men, right? Back in the day, and and we worked for newspapers, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, the world's changed totally, right? Exactly. Right. And and uh, and so the question came up at the at the at your meeting of whether you, whether you, whether you allow reporters who work for online publications right t- t- to be there, right? And uh I think it's a simple answer. Yes, there. They're, that's where. That's it's just. That's where the outlet for news is these days. Exactly. I mean, newspapers are dying. Daily tidings died. Yes. Um, and uh, um, and the mail Tribune uh, does not is not does not have the number of reports it used to have. And it doesn't have the, the, doesn't have the local stories it used to have, and so people rely on other places to get information these days. Right. And online publications, online media do do that. And I didn't understand how how a person who's written for one of on the online publications could be excluded from the meeting. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. When when a meeting that a print reporter would have been allowed to attend. Right. End, right. Mm-hmm. It just didn't make sense to me. And I don't understand why, when. Uh, uh, the question came up: Well, is this a person, a real reporter, or not? And the mayor said, "Of course, he's a reporter. He's a, you know, he's he's there. We'll let him in." And then the city attorney uh, uh, somehow jumped in and, uh, mm. and and threw the reporter out.
1: Um, well, which which uh, or, is which is a completely separate issue. I but, mean,
2: but it, but but it is it, it is it's a matter of you know if you're going to be if if the, if the law says. You know in these sessions, mm-hmm. reporters are allowed there. Um, the, it didn't seem to be it was any, any question about uh, this, this matter, and I was stunned that 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 that, that the reporter, the, the reporters had been initially invited in, and then have been they were excluded from the Zoom meeting.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think where where we fell off the truck in regards to this whole discussion is who and how we determined, you know, what is who legitimate is. and what isn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean. I think there was an editorial in the, in one of the maybe the Tribune where they, they said it was a wise decision by the city attorney for Ashland uh, to define who essentially a reporter is. I mean, I don't know. I mean, to me, I mean, I think the, the council, there was only one city council, it was Council Graham, who said, oh, I, you know, I, I have an issue with it. The rest of us are like, hey, man, this has I been am. this has been chewed up. Talk right, about right, beating right. a dead horse. I mean, this thing, I mean, you want to go anywhere near this thing, right? I right, mean, right. I mean, it just had, you know, yellow flag written all yeah, over, you know, out. hoist the red flag. And here we are chewing it around, wasting an hour and a half of our life, we'll never get back mm-hmm. on something that, to me, you know, when you talk about, you know, legitimate, legitimate media, I mean, come on, it's quite obvious. What, what it really came down to was a, a piss fight between the city attorney and the mayor. And quite frankly, the parliamentarian's job. Is not to overrule the mayor. The parliamentarian's job, defined by, you know, even defined by AMC, you know, 2.04.010, believe it or not, (laughs) I know it, okay, (laughs) is to be there as an advisory
0: Advisory source to
1: the council and the mayor, not to say this or that, you know. So I, I think that's kind of, I think we got bad legal advice. Well, At the I, bottom I, yeah
2: bottom. I, mean, the, I mean I mean clearly if she had a, if the city attorney had a question whether this was a reporter or not all she had to do was ask you exactly. or you exactly or, or, or the I mean and the mayor the mayor said sure this person's you know rights he writes for one of the online publications right, mm-hmm. right? Well, well online media so so it was a simple answer right yes and uh, And I don't know what was behind it.
0: I think that was a very biased judgment. And like you said, Dave, you have so much experience in this. And now publications are online. So many of the broad publications are online. So for her to question this, it's not for the parliamentarian to try to overrule the mayor. And so I just think it was a very biased opinion. And it was a waste of our time, a yep. waste of council time, and that's something that I would like to see less of. Is a waste of council time. <laughs> you know, we came here to do a job for the people of Ashland. Let's get the job let's done. Get, let's get some let's stuff get done. Let's get it done. I mean,
1: okay, so you know, I don't uh, want to. This is
2: a. This is a, It was a question that could have been answered in a half a second, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. I mean, if she had a question, if, if she had a question about whether this 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 person is a. Writes for a online public uh, online media,
0: just t- type in on Google. There you go, the Ashton Chronicle,
2: <laughs> and this by a byline appears a half dozen times. Wait a minute, could
1: it could it be that maybe those people from the Chronicle have been very aggressive in trying to get data repeatedly from the city, and it's kind of you know twisted, you know a, a little bit the other way? I don't know. I'm just saying. But the the point that I want to make here is that. If you delve into the facts, the mayor had actually already, uh, what's the word, let in to the meeting, Mm, these two people, these two reporters. Her decision was then overruled by the parliamentarian.
2: Unbelievable!
1: I mean, unbelievable. uh, To me, I was like, wait a minute. Once you know, once the facts come out, it's like, hey, listen, talk about overreach. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was just out of control. And what we did, we spent an hour and a half. You know. That's trying to time, retract yeah. the fact that someone made a mistake instead of saying, hey, we made a mistake, let's move on. Let's
0: move on, let's get the word out yeah. I
1: think you're generous saying it was
2: a mistake. Well, hey, But anyhow. But any, but, <laughs> but, we're, but, we're politicians but, 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 now, okay? <laughs> I mean, I, I, in my career background, mm. I did not tell you at the beginning, of the, Was I was a press secretary to the governor of Pennsylvania, and a press secretary to the attorney general Holy of the United mo, States. Holy moly! that's full disclosure now. Uh, you know a <laughs> press secretary to the attorney general of the United States and if i if i could pick and choose who who the media was that would be terrific right, right? <laughs> but exactly. you don't but you don't you, you know don't do if it. you're a government official you want to, you you you're you're responsible to all to all the media not just the media you like exactly. totally right and, and or or not the, or the or you try to exclude the media you don't like right that is funda- that's a fundamental rule of i mean you you see i mean you see we see experiences that I mean if you turn on television and you watch a, a presidential news conference well the president does pick who, 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 yeah. who, yeah. who yeah. he does so. but in shouting at the, shouting right. at the president when, when, when either the current president or prior president mm-hmm. reporters shout out questions
1: of right? course. Of and, course. Uh, well, you're not legitimate. I'm not <laughs> answering your question. I mean, for me, well, the, the process was foobah from the beginning. And that's kind of, right, if you right, saw the motion right, I made, right, right. it kind of represented that. My motion was, let's do nothing. Let's keep it exactly as it is. And Gina came in. Yeah, I'll second that, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. And every right city council, do. except Council Graham, thought that was a great idea. Absolutely you know, the right thing to right? do. Right? Let's yeah. support First Amendment rights, people. Let's not yeah. suppress them, right? Yeah. right? Well, so, it, 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 well, it's... Uh, anyway. That, that, you gotta live by your voting record, I guess. So anyway, we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway, what else? Um, so that's the bottom line on that.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And well, we bring our facts in black and white.
2: Well, you, All right. you, I mean, you, you, you did the right thing in, in, on a, both of you did the right thing that day, that, that meeting where you talked about who's a reporter and who's not a reporter. Exactly. And um,
0: uh, you, you just wanna, well, that's not your job to do, right? Well, you know what, it and you're right. It's not our job to do, and it was a waste of time. And we we've gone beyond that. And I hope we never have to walk that way again or cross that bridge again. But um, something that I would like to ask you, David, before we we call this a wrap and mm. you know look forward to our next big adventure on the bottom line. Yes, is. Um, how would, you know, I, I've heard so many wondrous things about the way Ashland used to be. And uh, I remember, I've been here almost 15 years. And the way it was when I got here, there was music almost on every corner, things happening at the band shell, live music, people walking around that reminded me of the 60s, you know, <laughs> the good old days. Right. and. I mean, there was a lot more acceptance of people and this elitism that I keep hearing about that, um, that I have seen lately. Was that here then? And how would you like to see Ashland as we move deeper into the 21st century? How do we get well, the vibe back? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well,
2: uh, unfortunately... Um um, I mean, there's a big, there are big transitions going going on in Ashland, right? right? Yeah. And uh, and uh, um, it's not a, it's not as uh, lively as a place it was. Um, I thought it was just because I moved out of downtown and moved out. Because <laughs> you stopped partying, partying right? every <laughs> <night>. <laughs> Uhhuh. David, David, here we party go. Weather. Here <laughs> we go. Now it <laughs> comes up. When, yeah. when, you <laughs> know, when we lived, when we lived on. In, in a, East Main Street will block from the end of, you know, block from the fire station, and and could and, and get into, you know, you walk mm-hmm. into downtown, that's different. It's different, you know, and I'm older too, right, but uh, um, it's, it's different. I think you're, you're, you're right, and I have great, I really am uh, concerned about uh, how things, how things move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, uh, we used to have uh, guests, and Hathaway's, who would come and spend a week and they get to see eight plays, and they, yep. and, they, and they and they, I mean, people spend a lot of money. right? Mm-hmm. They, they were paying me money, right? Yeah. But they are spending a lot of money on on, on dinners, yep. and uh, and and theater tickets, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm I I hope that those days aren't over. But uh, I think the new OSF schedule was only uh, people could only see three plays if they came and came for a week. They uh, there would be, be a it was a different different atmosphere, right? Then. Um,
0: it was it was different then but i i would like to chime in and say something that you know how do we get our groove back and um something that this pandemic i believe that has taught all of us right. anyone who is in in tourism or travel is it to change it up and not put all of our eggs in osf's basket and i've seen that happen with travel ashland and i'm just going to give them a shout out they are working harder than I've ever seen them work before. I want this content to continue and I hope it opens up the door to other possibilities where people can realize we have attractions that never close. We have um, Crater Lake here. The only national park in Oregon is in Southern Oregon, but I'm not gonna get into all that, but we have so many opportunities and I believe that people are starting to put the word out that we're Ashland, we're here, and look at all the fun stuff we have, and not just OSF. Right. So we can change up the people who come here, make it more diverse, right. make it more open, because the world is changing. Like we mentioned, from media is now it's not paper; it, it's it's online media to the people who we want to attract, and to you know kind of mainline us into the fun. Part of the world and get our groove back because I don't ever want us to lose that. Well, since, <laughs> well you know, you've got
2: you got the other the other the other thing is we've become more of a, a retirement community. Yes, I mean the the demographics have changed. Yeah, use, I mean, and, and part part of that problem is is as you've discussed in this council. Wh- Making, making sure that the city's affordable for young families to Exactly,
0: here. and that's something and that's,
2: that and we're... And that's, you know, we want to find to have old, older people retire here. Yes. But you, you, need, you need the vitality of
0: yeah. the young right. families. Right. Yeah, that's I, yeah, right. That's a diverse community.
1: Yeah, that's a diverse community, and
2: mm-hmm. you want to you do that.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes all types, but, I mean, if, if I, I seriously, if, if we think that having had five elementary schools now that we have three elementary yeah. schools, and if that's a good thing, then people hit their head too hard. I mean, huh. that is that is a serious SOS yeah. of how do we make how do we make the changes we need to make mm-hmm. Ashland attractable, where we can mm-hmm. bring people mm-hmm. with innovative ideas who want to live here, invest here, and bring their families mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. When was the last five person family you know moved to Ashland? None. Well, I mean they're few and far between. Mm-hmm. I mean when mm-hmm. we moved here thirteen fourteen years ago, there mm-hmm. was a bunch of us. I came in with three little ones, three years. Five years and seven year old kids. Mm, I mean there was it was it was a lot different, you know? Mm -hmm. One thing I just want to touch on about that so people at home know is you're talking about lived experiences. You you used to be in the service industry, you Mm -hmm. were involved in the travel Mm -hmm. industry, Mm -hmm. and that's why you became the perfect person in my view as to be the liaison between the council and the chamber, travel ashwin. So there was real accountability yes. as to what not only what has to be done, but you could go back and make sure it was done. You know, I learned this lesson many years ago. If you're gonna take Rome, you better take Rome. You know, if you're gonna tell people you're gonna do XYZ, you better deliver. Yeah. yeah. You know Gina, because
2: let me just say, Gina just wasn't involved. She was
1: successful. Of course she was. That's the, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. I mean, no, no. I mean she, she,
2: she worked at the hotel and brought people in. Of course. Brought people into town. And, and that's and the importance of it. That, right?
1: She's seen it. Yeah. She knows what the hell she's talking about, just like you with with you know being a reporter yes, an experienced budgetary yes. person you're not doing it because oh you know oh this is how i envision it no these are lived experiences yeah
0: and then i want to shout out to you sean also because you have lived experience and you and your budget mind i mean you're all about the dollars i'm a fly you're fisherman i'm a steelhead fisherman oh Forget- you and the steelhead too we love oh, the steelhead but this guy <laughs> brings the the dollars you know and you are all about that fiscal stewardship And this is how we get our groove back. This is how Ashland gets our groove back. Because we have to look at those families who are gone. How do we get the families back? How do we get the families to stay? We have SOU down here. People graduate and they go back. How can we get them invested into Ashland so that they want to stay? That they know they have jobs here and it's affordable to live here. This is something that is so high on our list and our priorities, David, is to be able to have affordable workforce housing, to be able to bring in an economy that is sustainable. Bring jobs in. Exactly, and we can do that. And I, like you said, I used to go out there and bring them in. We can do this. And it's just to have the courage. And I think as I look at this table, we all have the courage right. to speak up and use our voices, and that's how we get our group back. And you know what, guys? That that's the
1: well. We have to be today. willing to talk about the uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, yeah. we really do. I yeah. mean, um, nothing's worth doing is easy. You know. No. Um, so I mean, it's a lot of hard work. I mean, we all knew that when we signed up for it, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot I me, wait a minute, I'll just say it's a I, lot hotter than I thought it was going to be, <laughs> but it's hot, you know. But that's another both, conversation. That's another Florida podcast. And, and, and
2: your colleagues colleagues on the council. It's not a, it's a, it's not an easy time to be a member of the city council because you're facing real critical issues. Mm-hmm. Right. And I and I you know, and the We'll get there. Out there, in the charter, we'll, get there. Yeah. we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. Know, we'll
1: get there. You know, it takes it takes time. It's a process. I just lastly, I had a buddy who I went to college with. Yeah who lived in the same quad when I was a freshman, uh, who ended up being a commander of a U.S. aircraft carrier. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's commander of the USS General Ford. And so I had talked to him about, you know, how the aircraft carrier turns and how many (laughs) planes on it. And He's like, shut up, dude. And he's like, these things don't turn on a dime. You know, it takes yeah. a mile and a half to turn an aircraft carrier. And to me, that was one of the things I remembered the most. Other than the picture of, you know, some of the pictures in the commander's office. It was mm. like, Yeah, things it it just doesn't turn. And yeah. I think that's the process we're in. It's it's we're 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 being incredibly honest with people trying to Mm. tell them that we're all going to have to face this together. And it's not just, you know, Dancing Girls and Tiger Shrimp, right? I mean, it's, it's not, no, (laughs) it's, it's some hard decisions. Okay. It's some hard decisions. And that's what we volunteered to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I knew what I was signing up for, but but you're How right. How come you didn't tell me? Well, you know, but it, you never know. You, you know one thing, and then you jump into it, and it's like, okay, all right, but I'm here already, and I'm here for the duration, and something I'm excited about is um, pretty soon seats will open up on council, yep. and things can change, and I am very hopeful. Yes, me very too. very optimistic and very hopeful that, the change will be good for the people of Ashland, you know, because it's not about us; it's about the people of Ashland. Right. Here, here. Yeah.
1: Well, that's the bottom line. That's it. Black and white. Regina Sean <laughs> and our guest, Thanks Mr. David, David Runkle. Russell. Thanks, Dave. Good enough. Take it. Okay. Thank you. GSP, congratulations, both of you.